are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. Deuteronomy 26.12 says, When thou hast made an end of tithing all the tithes of thine increase, the third year, which is the year of tithing, and hast given it unto the Levite, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, that they may eat within thy gates and be filled. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the message, Why God Established the Tithe. Tithe has many functions, including helping pay for pastors, helping take care of the needs of the helpless, and even test our obedience to God. So let us listen into this anointed word and learn to give our tithe joyfully and take part in the special blessing God has for us. Be blessed. You are the Savior of the world. You are the way, the truth, the life. Who is Jesus? Who is man that we 
truth that sets us free. Wow! Give Lady Pastor Victoria a round of applause. I hope you heard the word through the singing. Amen. Without further ado, it's time for the most important part of the service. We want to welcome you home once again. There's no place like home, right? Right. So you've heard powerful testimony, powerful singing, powerful skits. But now it's time for the word of God. And it's no coincidence that God has placed you right here in your seat to hear this. He's yes. prepared a personal person for us. Amen. Amen. A personal pastor. A personal son of his. Please, without further ado, be on your feet and welcome Reverend Kojo Orleans Come on, come on, come on. Sing. Move. Those who know your name. Those who know your name. Put their trust. There is no other, other faithful God. So loving and true. Those who know, those who know your name. Put their trust. There is no other, other faithful God So loving and true Oh, 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 how I love the name of Jesus How I love, oh, how I love His name so sweet How I love, oh, how I love the name of Jesus No other name means more to me Oh, no, no, oh, make a move for Jesus Put your hands together for Jesus. Lift your hands to the Father. I had Kobiji, Kobiji being told, no matter how far you've gone, your Father will always desire you, want you, love you, expect you, and embrace you, even if you are going through the process. Somebody say the process. But he has a better process for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we subject ourselves to your processing. The new birth. Your processing. That starts with the blood of Jesus. Your processing. That goes through with the Holy Spirit. Your process. That requires the word. We bless your name. Holy Spirit, take charge fully. Let the perfect will of the Father be done in our lives and in this church in jesus christ mighty name and all the saints shall say amen, amen. put your hands together for jesus turn to two people and say god bless you for being here this is the house of the lord and feel at home you may please be seated in the presence of the lord now I want to share a very important word. I want to say everyone here is welcome. It's almost as if when we said we're bringing our friends home, we made home for the friends. Hallelujah. And uh, there's a lot of package. As you know, it's a process. And the process 
that the Lord takes us through is a beautiful one. And anything that God starts, Bible says, whatever the Lord shall do shall be forever. Now, you know, we have been talking about the tithe. You know, but I want to share something with you. Matthew chapter 6 and from verse number 33. Matthew chapter 6. I've told you, try and bring your Bible to church. And try and bring a notebook. Try and bring a writing device. Alright? <clears throat> Rachel, take out something to write with. Okay? Always, when you come to the Lord, learn to do that. We've been talking about that over the last couple of weeks. Bible says, write down the vision. Write it down. What do you see? Write it down. And make it plain on tables. So that he who reads it will run. Alright? So it means that whatever the Lord is saying, whatever you see, is supposed to be written down to be applied. Bible says that although it tarries, wait for it, for it will speak and not lie. Okay? So write it down always. One of the signs that indicates that the words that somebody is speaking are important to you is when you write it down. You know, and many times when it is anything that is supposed to be important to us, when you go to lectures, for example, you write down notes because you know that the day of accountability will be coming and it will also lead you to a job. All right. So you write things down all the time because your assessment is going to be based on what you were told, the job description and all that. Well, the Bible is the same. Whatever the Lord says is supposed to be applied to life. And um, we should account for everything that we hear. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm, okay. Now listen carefully. Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first, first, first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God's righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. How did it start? It says that in verse 31, Therefore do not take thought of tomorrow, saying, What shall I eat? What shall I drink? What shall I be clothed with? For after all these things the Gentiles or the unbelievers seek. For your heavenly Father, someone say, My heavenly Father, knows that you have need of all these things. But, nevertheless, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Seek first. Seek first. Seek first. Wow. Seek first the kingdom of God. Wow. Seek first. Wow. Let me tell you something about life for those who live supernatural lives. Anybody that lives a supernatural life seeks God first in everything. Okay. First in everything. You're teaching us First in everything. Okay. In fact, in those days, they would even say that when you have a firstborn, give it to the Lord. Give the child wow. to the Lord. Yeah. Yes. The firstborn belongs to the Lord, that which opens the matrix. And then the Lord changes that. You know what? Sometimes you get a firstborn given to the Lord, but the person does not want to be a priest. So you, you have given your son 
for example, or your daughter to the Lord. But the daughter wants to do something else. So you know what God did? God said, instead of your firstborn, I'm going to take the Levites who will be serving me as a firstborn. Wow. In other words, God says that whatever is your firstborn must be real. Amen. Must become real, not yes. just by name. That's right. Uh-huh. Now, everything that comes first out of you, learn to give to the Lord. Wow. First and best. Hallelujah. Yes. Learn to give to the Lord. Learn to give to the Lord. The two children that came to this world first from Adam and Eve, who, what were their names? Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. God, Adam and Eve, presented them to the Lord. Now, these people were supposed to learn to also give of whatever they have first to the Lord. Wow. Now, let's look in the scriptures. The book of Genesis, I believe chapter 4, from verse 1. And watch this. Seek first. Everything do first. When you wake up, give your first words to the Lord. Hey. Give your first energy to the Lord. Wow. Give your, read the first book that belongs to the Lord. Let your first song belong to the Lord. Oh, yeah. When I wake up in the morning, first thing that I do, that song, it's not just a song. I kneel down by my bedside every day by the grace of God. Wow. He's the first person I speak to, the first person I kneel to, the first person that I read about that I relate with. I do not speak to anybody until I've spoken to the Lord. Wow. Oh, yes. My first energy goes to the Lord. Not to my wife, not to my children, not to my boss, not to my phone. Truth. You're helping us. I am saying that Bible says seek first the kingdom in everything. When I get to work, I pray first to the Lord before I start work. When I sit in the car, first speak to the Lord before I drive. Wow. That's the truth. Let God be first. Seek first the Lord in everything. My finances, I give to the Lord first. The first, the tithe before I spend. Because this thing says here, he says, unbelievers don't do that. I mean, forget about Genesis chapter 4 for now. He says in Matthew chapter 6, you know, verse 33 says, seek first. But 32 says, the unbelievers, they don't do this. They, they seek many things, but they don't seek first a lot of God. First. Yeah. So he's saying, when you seek other things first, you are behaving like an unbeliever. For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need to go to work. Yet he says pray before. The heavenly father knows that you have a bill to pay. Yet he says pay the tithe first. He knows that you woke up late. But he says go on your knees. Even if it's the Lord's prayer. He knows that it's time for exams. But he says as you sat down. The exam is 60 minutes. Well still use the first minute or two to pray to him. Amen. I've never written an exam without prayer. Wow. You're helping us. Amen. First Amen. things first. Yes. And not just first, but giving it well in the first place. And so these people, Cain and Abel, they had an opportunity to start off life. They had just, you know, grown up. One was a farmer. The other was an uh, uh, has animal husbandman, whatever they called, a livestock keeper. Mm. 
in Genesis chapter 4, when it was time that their fruits, their, their, their things came up, look at what they did. Bible says, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought, let's start from verse 1, Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten this man from the Lord. You see, one of the things, the first, I got this from the Lord. It's not my own strength. I am sure that Eve didn't even realize I could have a child because she, the man was produced from the dust of the ground. God breathed into him the breath of life. And Adam, um, Eve, was formed from the ribs. So Eve was wondering, the third person that's going to come, what is it? Is it going to come from my toe or my tooth? I'm sure she didn't know. But as she was enjoying and playing around with her husband in the garden, stop it, I like it, stop it, I like it. By the time they realized the stomach was big, Bible says she conceived. Wow. She conceived. She just ate some porridge and conceived. And then she begged Cain. Said, wow, I didn't know this. I can't believe it's true. And then boom, something started kicking. I remember Sister Cheryl, she had never been pregnant before. Wow. And the doctor had told her that she would never be pregnant. And then one day she came and said, ah, my stomach is hurting. Something is hurting. And the thing is that it's bubbly. It's like it's shaking. She didn't know. And she had always believed that the doctor said, you'll never have a child. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. she went to have an, uh, an ultrasound and boom, a five-month-old hey, little baby. baby. Can you imagine? You get a baby and they say, look, you, I'll make you get pregnant only in four but months. Hey. So she ended up carrying in her mind the pregnancy for only four months and got the baby. Wow. Abigail, of course, a woman wow. of wisdom came out. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hey. That was how her first baby came. Yes. A so Eve must have thought something is going on. Then boom, a baby came. So obviously she said, I have received this from the Lord. Wow. Amen. From the Lord. From the Lord. You know, many things are like that. Because it has not gone through this kind of process. Because you have not been like Cheryl, who was told, you are never going to have a baby. Who was told, who has never been pregnant before. So when, because you've had a pregnancy before. You know, I knew when I got pregnant. I even did a pregnancy test. I expected, I did an ultrasound. I know. Therefore, it's like I incubated the baby. I gave birth. You cannot say I have gotten this man from yes. the Lord. Wow. I got it from my own actions. Yeah. I know the day that my husband, you know, whatever he did. <laughs> I know the day I got pregnant. I know the ultrasound says this. All those processes tend to deceive us. Because we never went through a process where we needed a miracle. Oh. You know, God uses a miracle to show you something. Oh. But after that, he just gives you the benefit of, no, operate in a process that I have set about. That's it. it still comes from the Lord. Amen. So wow. the very first child, he acknowledged, I have gotten this man from the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Every one of us has to behave that way. Wow. Yeah. That when my money comes, I've gotten this from the Lord. It's true. When my children, I got it from the Lord. Lord, it's you can true. keep them. Yes. My wife, I got this wife from the Lord. Amen. Bible says, what have you that you did not receive? Therefore, why do you glory or boast as if you didn't receive it? You created it, right? No way. Sometimes you wait until your heart fails, God forbid. Or your kidney fails. Or your liver fails and they say they need to give you a transplant. 
then you realize that somebody has to donate but and you say a big thank you if you get a donation but you never said thank you to the lord because he gave you a fresh kidney a fresh liver and he didn't tell you that it was a donation oh. mm -hmm. so there's a sense of entitlement my kidney my liver my heart hey. Came from the Lord. But you never know. Wow. It came from the Lord, not Amen. my baby. Amen. I received this from the Lord. Somebody Hallelujah. say, I received it from the Lord. I received this from the Lord. Amen. My money, but I received it from the Lord. I'm grateful. Therefore, I am grateful. Now, look at this Cain guy. The mother said, I received it from the When it was the turn of Cain, he didn't think so. And Adam knew his wife Eve to conceive by Cain. And said, I've gotten him my, a man from the Lord. Now, remember, Cain, the ungrateful one, started off with being received from the Lord. Watch. Let's go to the next verse, verse 2. And she again bare another child, brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep. And Cain was a tiller of the ground. Now, watch this. Eve had not gotten used to it. Mm. The first time, I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. But it came out as a baby. Mm -hmm. So it was easy to say, the Lord has given me. But the second one, oh, I've done this before. I've done this before. I know how the process goes. I know even what to do to get a second child. Now I can trace back and I know. Yeah, the first one was a miracle. She didn't even name Abel that the Lord has given me. That's how people are. When we go and we eat, we start by saying, Father, thank you for giving us food. And we pray over the food. At the restaurant, we eat. Once we're done, we walk out. No, thank you. Oh. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. The people, 10 lepers who were cleansed by Jesus, only one came back to say thank you. There's a very 10% chance, one out of 10, mm. of people being grateful. Almost in every church, there are only about 10% who pay tithe. Wow. Who the Lord gives money, but they come back to say 10%, Lord, say th I say thank you. Or they start like Cain and then they stop. But today I came to remind you that Cain is still Cain. The first time is still the first time. Right. What you did right is still right. Amen. Yeah. The tithe is still holy unto the Lord. Amen. And she bared and then Abel, no name. I just Abel, any name. And then tell the guy. Now watch this. Abel decided no. Although mom had made a mistake. I will not continue the mistake. So, verse 3. And in the process of time, some, some say the process. The process. Mm -hmm. The process. It came to pass that Cain bought, brought the fruit of the ground in an offering unto the Lord. But anyhow, now look at Abel, verse 4. Abel, he also brought of the firstlings. Someone say firstlings. Firstlings. Cain just, oh, well, I've eaten, I have a lot. Let me take some and give to the Lord. But Abel, the first. The first of his flock and the fat thereof, the first and the best, took. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not everything that the Lord accepts. It's not everything you give that the Lord accepts. Mm. Or that the Lord has respect for. I brought this for us to see that God sees a difference when you acknowledge this is from the Lord. And you say, I'm giving the very first to the Lord. And I'm giving it in style. Amen. So anytime that I am paid, the first spending is to the Lord. I Amen. pay my tithe. 
Wow. I pay my tithe before I do anything. I give a tenth of it. And it is the beautiful thing. Now let me tell you about a group of people who have become, become very rich because of that practice called the Jews. If you look in Bishop's book, why non-tithing Christians become poor and how tithing Christians can become or become rich. Mm -hmm. And you look at chapter 11. There is a certain statistic over there about the legendary world of the Jews. Why the Jews? Because the Jews are the tribe on this earth that practice the tithing to the full. Amen. They give their firstborn, they give their first, everything they give 10% to the Lord. So in the Jewish religion and in their temple, offering is not an issue. The tithe is enough to build big temples and to give to the poor. Now, if everybody here pays tithe, we wouldn't need to have take offerings. Believe me. Think about it. If everybody here gives a 10%, there'll be no need. There'll be so much income in the house of the Lord. No need for offerings. If you give an offering, it's an extra. Amen. It's true. Yeah. Now, watch this. Nine facts about the wealth of Jews because of this practice. Eh? The percentage of Jewish household with income greater than $50,000 is double that of the non-Jewish American. That means that if you put Jews here, you put other Americans here, Jewish Americans, other Americans, and you look, how many of these have an income more than 50000 and you get, say, 100 people out of the Jews, you are not likely to get 50 from the, the others. Wow. That's how blessed they are. Yes. More than 50% over have that. Second thing, the percentage of Jewish household with an income less than 20%, 20,000, is half that of the non-Jews American. That is, if you take the Jews here and then the Americans here, you say, how many of you have make an income less than 20,000 and you get 100 Jews? you are likely to get more than 200 non-Jews. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Two things that they do, they respect the Sabbath. Yes. And they respect the tithe. Yes. The Sabbath belongs to the Lord. They don't even touch anything. Sunday, they'll be in the house of the Lord or Saturday, worshiping the Lord, doing nothing, no work. If you like, take your job. They will tell you, the Lord will bless me. I've worked with many Jews. On Friday night, they won't come. They left. And you shouldn't call them on Saturday. They won't respond. And if you like, fire them. They'll get another job. <laughs> and they are not fired. They respect them. Amen. They respect the Sabbath. They respect the tithe. These two. And guess what? When the ethnic household, the research says, says that, if you say, say, every family in the average income is, say, 100, 100, whatever figure, let's say 100,000 for the family. If you put every family's income together, say, Brother Michael, you have a son, a daughter, your income is 100,000 in that household. Let's say 100,000. That's the average, average American. Well, guess what? That's the average. On the average, they are $100,000 together as a family. If you take a Jewish family, they are always above. They are 172 wow. of the average American. Wow. Do you want me to tell you what the blacks' average income is? 
32. Average American is 100. Jews are 172. African American, blacks, 32. But you know something? Experiments show that if people decide, I'm going to honor the Sabbath and I'm going to honor the tithe, they will rise to the 172. Clap for the Lord Amen. Jesus. So it's not yes. the name of the Jew no. that makes a difference. It's their respect for God. Right. Amen. The honor of God. The practices that honor God consistently. Right. Yeah. That is what makes them different. In other words, even if you are 32 and you are black like me, you know, I think I'm light black, he's dark black, right? <laughs> right. Uh -huh. Or the other way around. If you are black like me, what that means is that you don't need to be a Jew, or you don't need to be even jealous of the Jews. Just do what they do. Wow. Copy and paste. Copy yes. and paste. Clap yes. for the Lord Jesus. You will rise up from 32. Go to the hundred yes. and go past the hundred. And beyond. Yes. Wow. And belong to the legendary wealth of the Jews. Put wow. your hands together for the Lord again. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you, it will be insulting to do. But if you like, I can, if I could do it ethically, I would bring out the list of tithing Christians and compare to the list of non-tithing Christians and show you the differences. But it will be unethical because of confidentiality. Mm -hmm. I would have showed you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes the difference in those who pay tithe, who seem to be still down, is that some of them are not even sincere. What they bring as a tithe is actually 2%, not 10%. Mercy. And so, it's like I'm doing it, but I'm behind. Because it's not even honored properly. The Bible says the tithe belongs to the Lord. All the tithe. Not Amen. Some. Now let me tell you something. Last week we started sharing about Deuteronomy chapter 26. Why God established the tithe. Deuteronomy chapter 26. I'm going to show you something. Let's open there again. Deuteronomy chapter 26 from verse number 1. And we started sharing. Today I'm going to share a few more things with you and we'll be out of here. Amen. You know? Amen. I am probably sharing with you that which will bring you more wealth. More blessing. And I'm not, you see, wealth is different from riches. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. When you go, of all the skyscrapers in Washington, D.C. or New York City, 50%, 40 to 50% are owned by the Jews. Owned by the Jews. Jews. Wow. Hallelujah. May you have your own building in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, so watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 26. The Bible says, and it shall be, if you can give me the new King James, and it shall be when you have come into the land which the Lord, your God, is giving you as an inheritance, and when you possess it and dwell in it. In other words, just like Cain, when God has given you, you know, your tithe, the land that God has given you, watch it, we're going to pray, uh, uh, read it. And once you possess it, once it's yours, God giving you and it becomes yours for real. Don't even say that when you plan it but when it actually becomes yours what are verse 2 verse 2 that you shall take the first of all the some of the first of all the produce the king james says the firstlings of all the produce of the ground which you shall bring from your land 
that the Lord your God is giving to you. God gave it to you. It is your land now. It is your fruit. And put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. That means to the temple where his name is. God puts his name in the church. And then keep going. I'm going to read to you. You shall go to the one who is the priest in those days and say to him, I declare today that the Lord your God, that to the Lord your God, that I have come to the country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Keep going, reading. Verse 4. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord. With your first and best, with your tithe in that envelope. Then the priest shall take the basket out and put it at the or down before the altar. Next verse, verse 5. And you shall answer and say that the, to the Lord your God, that my father was a Syrian, about to perish, and he went down to Egypt and dwelt there. That was Jacob. Jacob, they lived in the land of Syria. Syria. And then they were about to perish. And he went down to Egypt and dwelt there. Few in number. Remember? When Joseph brought his brothers and uh, they came and lived in Goshen with their father. Few in number. And there he became a nation. Great, mighty, and popular. Wow. Keep going. But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, and laid hard bondage on us. Keep going. Then we cried out to the Lord our God, our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. Keep going. Verse 8. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, with his outstretched arm, and mm. great terror, and with signs and wonders. Wow. The Egyptians, the Israelites came out of Egypt richer than they were there. They wow. borrowed gold and silver. Look at the next verse. He brought us out of this place that he has given us as this, this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Verse 10. And now, behold, I have brought first fruits. Somebody say first fruits. First fruits. Behold, I have brought first fruits of the land which yes. you, O Lord, have given me. Bible says, then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. That's okay. the way to treat the tithe. Number one, you should treat the tithe as God established a tithe for the people to show gratitude to God. To say great that we're grateful so the lord never takes tithe from anybody who doesn't have he says you have the manifest when i have proved that i can give you something that's when you should come it's so beautiful he said i don't take tithe from anybody except i've already given you i've yes, i've already so the lord does not say that you have to pay this no 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 if you don't have it, you don't give it but I want you to know that since I have given you, wait till I've given you. Don't even give anything. Wait till I've given you. Watch how much I give you. Based on whether, number one, I give you and how much I give you, you bring 10%. It's very fair. Fair. It's fair. So if you got a thousand, you bring a hundred. If you got a hundred, you bring ten. Right. But don't give it. If I don't give you, don't give anything. Trust me. I want to prove myself first. Then you show gratitude for what I proved. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I could never give tithe when I was a child because I didn't have pocket money. The day my daddy started giving pocket money, I started giving tithe. I have never lacked since then. Amen. I was paying tithe until I lost a job. I couldn't pay tithe anymore. Immediately I got a job, I started paying again.
Why? Because I'm grateful. The fact that I've got a job, another job. I'm grateful. The fact that I got, I worked and I mean, I, I went to school for a long time. And I finally started working. The first salary I got, I just said, Lord, you don't deserve 10%. I will give you and my father. I was divided in two. I gave half to the Lord and half to my parents. The whole salary. I remember telling Pastor Richard when he got his first salary here. I was sleeping and it occurred to me. I said, Pastor Richard, do what I did. God will bless you. There was a confusion, but he did it. And he was wondering, I've been waiting for this salary for a long time. I said, well, take it that you didn't get a job. If it was February, you, you got a job in March. Right. Count the February out. <laughs> because if they had postponed the starting of the job, you wouldn't have even known that there was an income. So that's the way I counted. I counted it that I started the work two months later. That's how I was able to give it. But since then, I've not been hungry. The same way I calculate my tithe, when I get a thousand, I tell myself, I actually got 900 because 10, 100 belongs to God. Amen. My calculation is easy, it's simple. Why? Because I tell myself, that job could have given me $800. And because I needed a job, I would have taken it. But I got a job that pays a thousand. Glory to God. Is it a hundred that I should compete with God about? Hey. Can I create my own breath? No. Can I get my heart to beat? No. Can I even conjure a new job? No. <laughs> Can I find favor myself? No, it is from I the Lord. I trust God for all these things. Hallelujah. Everything belongs to the Lord. It's from the Lord. So the Lord says, you know, for those of us who make tithing so religious and so overly a religious experience. It's a gratitude thing. It's a gratitude thing. Just I'm grateful. Just like um, Eve said, I have received this from the Lord. All you are saying is that when you come with a tithe, I got it from you. I got this from you. I came into this world with nothing and I'll go with nothing. My pocket was empty when I started the job. Do you know that there are people, I know my friend who worked for six months was not paid. Hey. He got angry and walked out. What you go, what you do? What are you gonna do? The guy said, We haven't got enough money. So it's a gratitude thing. And he therefore says that when you come, just come and say a thank you. Because America, Uncle Sam takes, I hear minimum is 20 something percent taxes. Can go all the way to 50%, depending on your income bracket. And he takes it at source. Uncle Sam does not give to you and say, come and show gratitude. No, they take it at source. And right. if you don't take it, they will arrest you. Hey. But not God. He says, you take the whole money. And if you are grateful, bring 10%, put it in a basket or an envelope. Or put it on your phone, on your card. Wow. And go LCI, tithe. <laughs> to Amen. Five, what's the number again? Four, five, Four, seven, five. seven, seven. seven. Seven seven what? Seven seven seven. Four five seven seven seven. Just do it. You do it yourself. If you don't do it, no problem. I won't arrest you. <laughs> it's a sign of faith and trust. Amen. Gratitude. It's a sign of gratitude. Amen. Bible says, honor the Lord with yourself. It's only believers who will do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you don't trust the Lord, you cannot do it. Right. Yeah. You'll fight it. You'll say it makes no sense. I've had a lot of people <laughs> argue. I just tell them, 
You know, even if I didn't understand the tithe, I will give it. You know, I went to my father when I got my first salary. There was nothing about tithe. It was just the fact that my father and my mother took me through school. Once upon a time, I didn't know, I was wearing diapers. No, no, you wore diapers. I didn't wear diapers. <laughs> you know, there were napkins that they, yes. when I poop food, then they clean yeah. up and then they wash, they wash it. it. Recycle it. You remember, right? Mm -hmm. You, they get diapers. But that's, he had washed my toilet. And I'm sure it was quite a big, smelly one. Because <laughs> I can eat quite well. She washed it. She didn't cast me out. I can imagine, you know, it's just not nice to describe it. But it was the color you are expecting. The same concern, the same smell. Yet my mother will e ease it out, wash it, and then put whatever and then dry it. And will do it probably three times a day. Twice a day. Every day. And my potty training was not easy. So it went on for a while. And, you know, I liked breast milk for a while. So I continued for a while as a child. They had done all this. My father and my... Sometimes they had to sell their things to keep me in school. They did that too. I remember a letter that my father wrote in tears when I wrote that I have nothing. I remember him walking in tears. Oh. And I didn't know this, but he had sold his clothes oh. just to keep me there. And so when I got my salary, it had nothing to do with tithing. It was just out of a grateful heart. Grateful heart. Wow. Look at what you did for me. Yes. And I believed it. I didn't Amen. see my napkins being washed, but I knew the process. So I brought it to them. And I never stopped doing it till they died, both of them. Every month. Every month I give to them. Out of the gratitude of my heart. And that's the same way I've treated God. Every month, out of the gratitude of my heart. Because my parents couldn't do all. Could they save me from accidents? But the Lord covered me, made me a Christian, gave me morals. And so every month, I look, and every time my salary comes, I say, glory to God. Out of thanksgiving, out of gratitude, I'll give you. Yes. So the tithe is to express gratitude. Amen. You're teaching us. Wow. Yeah. Number two. He says, when, so number one, he says, when you choose a place, and when you say, say thank you. Number two, it's establish the tithe, establish the tithe, so that you can remember where God has lifted them from. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Where God has lifted, from verse 4, he says, And thou shalt speak and say before the Lord, A Syrian ready to perish was my father. Yeah. Say, so remember, that the world had famine, but I took your son Joseph, and preserved something in Egypt. And when you went there, under dire circumstances, they put you in Goshen, the land that flourished. And now the Israelites in Egypt became even more blessed than the Egyptians. And they get jealous and they put them out. With plagues, they went and they borrowed gold, silver from the Egyptians. They were richer than the Egyptians by the time wow. they left. And they, God sent them through the wilderness, through the Red Sea, to the promised land which was flowing with milk and honey. You lose one job, God gives you another. You may have lost a husband, but God is promising you another one. Amen. Yeah. 
It says, remember where you came from. I'm a little African boy. And all of us are Africans by origins. Right. Go and see where the slaves were traded. We know the history. You know the history. Even still, there is that kind of slavery sometimes. When you see the way that sometimes races are treated, you would even wonder whether we are still in slave trade. Mm -hmm. But still, nevertheless, there was a time that we couldn't sit on the same bus with the white. There was a time we couldn't vote. There was a time you couldn't go to the same restaurant. You couldn't go to school. But look at us. Today we have even the president of the United States as a black. How far God has brought us. Amen. I'm not being racist. Whether you're white or black is not the issue. Whether you're white or black, God brought you from somewhere. Somewhere. Where you had no income. Right. And look at how far. So just to remember, I used not to have an income. Now I have an income. Lord, to God be the glory. Amen. Just to remember. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So he told them anytime they brought a the tithe, they should say, I remember my past. A Syrian ready to perish was I. He says, if you do that, you will never forget the tithe. Hence, the consistent blessing and legendary blessing of the Jews. Because they always remember. Do you know the Jews still remember the Holocaust? They still suffer from anti-Semitism. And anytime they do anything evil, they remember where God has brought them. It makes them even pay the tithe the more. It's only people who remember, who are unforgetting, who are the grateful people. And God told them, when you come, remember, as you are coming, don't start calculating with me. Just remember where you came from. How that you could have died if I didn't get Joseph to stay in Egypt. How that you could have been wiped out when they killed our six million, I ate some. How that if you didn't have, if you, there was a test that if you had failed, you would never have finished school. How that in spite of your problems, like our sister said, the process, as it kept you through the transition. Mm. Remember how far. So today, now that you have an income, you tell the Lord, Lord, you don't deserve it. Yes. It's ungrateful, it's forgetful. Bible says it's not righteous. It's unrighteous to forget. Number three. Amen. God established a tithe as a prayer of thanksgiving. In other words, he said, when you bring it, and when we cried, Deuteronomy again, chapter 26, verse 7 to 10. When we cried to the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice. You must have prayed for God to give you something. Some of you didn't even pray, but God still gave you. Yes. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt into a mighty land. And with an outstretched arm, with great terribleness, and with signs and with wonders. Amen. And he, when he, and he had brought us into this place, this promised land, into this new job, into this job, which we are not even happy, we are looking for another job, but at least we have a job. And has given us this land, this particular job, even a land that flows with milk and honey. Every job you are not even grateful for. That is somebody's prayer. The day you leave, somebody else will occupy it. And the job you go to, somebody left it. Many people are not grateful for the job they have. And Bible says, and now, behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land, which you, O Lord, has given me, and you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. Ladies and gentlemen, 
you may not realize, but God sees the tithe as a prayer and as a worship. Amen. Amen. And you know that in the Revelation chapter 4, the people that worship, they are the closest to God. Mm. It's true. So real worshipers are true tithers. Wow. You cannot lift, glory be to God, and you come to the tithe and you don't do it. That is the substance of worship, the highest substance of worship. Amen. To come. When you see people coming to the tithe, it's a worship. God said that's the way to do it. Come to the priest. That's why we walk up. We walk and we say, touch that offering. It's a worship. It's not, we're not trying to show off that we pay tithe. But that's how God instituted it. He says, walk to the priest of the day with your basket and give it to the priest of the day. I'll show you another scripture that shows that you go walk away with a blessing. Amen. Let me ask you, you've been spending your tithe and your tithe and your tithe. Has it led to any betterment of your situation? Think about it. Since your arguments are so good and so strong, well, let's now analyze. Since God doesn't exist, since you don't have to say thank you because God, where was God when I didn't have a job? But well, you have a job now. Where was God when I was working hard in the cold? But you lasted the job. Well, so because of that, you kept the tithe. Where has it landed you? Has it made things any better? Don't you realize that situation exists? Try God. So it's a worship. And worship, Bible says, the hour cometh and now is where the true worshipers must worship the Lord in truth and in spirit. For the Lord seeks such to worship him. So come to the Lord with a true tithe. Wow. With a spiritual offering. Yes. Make that money spiritual. Amen. That 10% is the most spiritual part of your money. Yes. My worship. It's your worship. Yes. It's actually your worship. Amen. Yeah. We come to the Lord to worship with a tithe. Amen. Number four. God established a tithe so that you would enjoy the 90% knowing that you have given God your due or his due. So that you will enjoy freely. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 11, watch this. It says, and you shall rejoice in every good thing which the Lord thy God has given you. And unto your house, you and the Levites and the stranger that is among you. In other words, God, when you have given the tithe, you are free. Listen. You think that eating all the money is what gives you the joy? No. If it's a thousand, when you give the 100, you actually rejoice. You are happier doing that, enjoying the 900. Amen. It's the truth. The Lord is trying to tell you, I will cause you to enjoy, to rejoice, to rejoice, to be happy. You know, you can go to a place where they have a lot of money, but there's no joy. Right. But some people, and they have a mansion, but there's no home. Right. They, he's married to a, a woman, but there's no wife in that woman. Has children, boys, but they are not his sons. They don't even see the mother. I mean, I know some children who actually try to kill their mother. Mercy. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, Unto us a child is born, but unto us a son is given. You know, there's a difference. 
People who pay tithe, they don't just have a child is born, but they have a son is given. God, a child you can bed. Anybody can give birth to a child. But for that child to become a son, it is given by God. Amen. It's given by God. That means to enjoy what you have to the full. It is God who makes that possible. And the tithe enables you to enjoy the rest of your money fully. Look at her sister. Although she's in transition, the joy of the Lord is her strength. Amen. Learn to enjoy. Don't, you can't enjoy stolen goods, stolen money. You can't enjoy stolen money. You can't. <laughs> when you steal, you can't. It's, you're looking over your shoulder. Bible says the wicked flees when no man is pursuing. Right. Paranoid. Has it happened to you before? Paranoid. When disaster comes, they say, maybe it's because I didn't pay my tithe. Hey. Maybe it's because a curse is coming. No, you don't need all that. You don't need, no. you need a clear conscience. Ain't got time. When man. Job had done everything right and the devil came, God allowed the devil to tempt, to put him through. Job stood in confidence and said, it is the Lord who gave. Oh. And the Lord has taken, blessed be the name of the Lord. Because this man was a righteous man. He stood toe to toe with the people. He said, you cannot accuse me. I may be suffering, but I know that I'll be through. I may be suffering, but I know that my Redeemer liveth. And at the end, he will stand with me. And he did. There's a certain joy that comes with the fact that you have lived right. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And you will see all things will be added. When I lost my job, I didn't count that. Uh, maybe I didn't pay my tithe. Like I said, it's a transition. And I did not give credit to the devil. Because you have nothing in me. But I would say the prince of this world comes, but has nothing in me. When you walk in obedience, you are bold. Bible says the bold, the righteous are bold like the lion. But the wicked flees when no man is pursuing. Try God. Try being faithful. Try tithing for real. Don't make 10%, 2% and see the difference. You will rejoice and enjoy what you have. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19 to chapter 6 and verse 2 is a story. It says a man, Ecclesiastes chapter 5 from verse 19. Watch this. There's a difference. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Every man also to whom God gives riches and wealth and has given him the power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to enjoy rejoice in the fruit of his labor it's a gift from God amen Yeah. now what it means is that if God you pay your tithe there's another power it's not enough to have things but to enjoy it you know anytime that somebody says oh may you live long on my birthday I say don't say that don't tell me I should live long. <laughs> Say live long and healthy. Amen. Yeah. Please, when they give you long life, ask for good health. And good health. Ask for good health. To enjoy. Yeah, to enjoy. Because <laughs> there's no point sitting demented, um, I mean, having bed sores, every, you can't see anything. But no. Mm-mm. No. Cancers, all kinds it. of things. Mm-mm. It will never happen to you in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Long and healthy. May we all Amen. die the death of the righteous, yes. like Jacob, who blessed all his children, and when he felt that look, it's over, he put his hand and gave up the ghost. Nothing. Short. They said Joseph had. The father was sick. 
When he came, he brought the brother's blessing. Father was away. He recognized his grandchildren, all these things. Rejoice in it. The tithe gives you a room. God was enumerating to the people everything that he would do when they do tithing the right way. Mm. You will also enjoy the things you have. You enjoy your life. You enjoy your student days. You will enjoy your uh, single days. You enjoy your married days. You will even rejoice, even in transition. Wow. There's a certain joy of the Lord that will strengthen you. Amen. And this is all listed, listed, as the Lord tell them how to do the tithe and told them what will happen if they do it right. And he give you the power to enjoy it. Number five, God established the tithe so that he could pay the pastors and keep them working in the house of the Lord. Did you know that? Same Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 12, he told them. He didn't mince words. Said, I told him what, why he's collecting the tithe. He says, when you have made an end of the tithing of all the tithes of your increase in the third year, which is the year of the tithing, and you have given it to the Levites, to the Levites, and the stranger, the fatherless, the widow, and that they may eat within your gates and be filled. Now watch this. Those days, the Levites will come like next week, for example, we're doing orphanage. Fathers, next week is Father's Day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We always give to the orphans at least $10. Each of us gives $10 to the orphans. The church has built a huge orphanage and hired mothers and fathers, men, who take care of families who are fatherless, homeless. Wow. Where do you think the money comes from? From what you pay from your tithe. Where do you think the pastors are paid from your tithe? Where do you think the rent you are having, enjoying coolness, air conditioning here. Where do you think it comes from? Yes. Where do you think the chairs came from? <laughs> what? The, yeah. Nehemiah <laughs> chapter 10. Chapter 13 verse 10. It shows you what happens when pastors are not paid. Nehemiah chapter 13 verse 10. It says, and I also realized that the portions of the Levites or the priests had not been given them because each of the priests and the singers, the choir, the people who were ministering in the church, who did the work of the church had gone back to find work in the field. Do you want Bishop Dad to resign? Do you want Apostle Joel to resign? Hey, no. Do you want our full-time pastors to resign? No. <laughs> How are they paid? They are paid from this. Our full-time staff are paid from your tithe. So God was not ashamed to say, I get your tithe because I need to pay these people. And these people need to take care of the strangers, the widows, and all kinds of people that need help. Hallelujah. Good. Number six. God established a tithe to care for the needy and the helpless. It's the same scripture that I just read. You see that? To the fatherless, to the stranger, to the widow. Number seven. God established a tithe. The next five minutes I have to finish. As money set apart from all secular or worldly purposes. In other words, the tithe must be different from your budget for things. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 26 verse 14. It says, I have not eaten thereof in my morning. <laughs> They're saying, I, I, don't, I don't spend it because I have an extra bill. Neither have I taken away aught thereof for any unclean use. Nor given aught. In fact, this English is a little difficult. Let me read the New King James. I have not eaten of the tithe when I was in mourning. 
nor have I removed any of it for any unclean use, nor given any of the tithe for the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God and have done according to all that you have commanded me. Did you know that? God said, don't use it for other. Okay, I need a shoe. So you take a little of the tithe. Let me borrow the tithe. The book of Leviticus says, when you borrow from your tithe, you have to pay 20% interest. Hey. Eh, I said, this is Old Testament. Ladies and gentlemen, I have told you already, it is a gratitude thing. If it's Old Testament, then how come it's having an effect on the Jews in this New Testament era? If it's Old Testament, why is it that we believe God was revealed to us in the Old Testament? So why? Then, then God is obsolete. Then God has expired. <laughs> no way. If it's Old Testament, why do we read the Bible at all? Don't say that. It's a fine argument to exclude people's conscience, freak people's conscience from what is right. Ladies and gentlemen, God says, you know, I know that I've given the money to you. You have a thousand dollars. If you need something, chances are that you use the money. And God knew it. So he wrote it in the book, in the Bible. He said, I know there are other things that are unclean things. The tithe is holy. It's a holy thing to give to the worship. But every other thing is unclean. So don't use holy money for unclean things. Don't use it to buy new shoes. Don't use it to pay whatever it is. Let Bible says that tithe belongs to the Lord. It is holy unto the Lord. Keep it that way. I'm not just being religious. I'm being obedient. Amen. And that, use that. It's cause it's obedient. And you have done according to all that you have been commanded me to do. That's what I do. Put it aside. I mean, do you, are you saying that it's justified to eat, to steal money just because you're hungry? No. Mm -mm. You still have to ask. You get the point. Right. So that's very important. Number eight, God established a tithe to have a legal basis to bless his children, to his people. <laughs> Verse 15, watch this. I love this chapter. Legal basis to bless his people. He says, uh, Deuteronomy 26 verse 15, Look down from your holy habitation, O God, from heaven, and bless your people Israel, because we've done the right thing. Bless your people Israel. Put your name there. Bless your child Lindsay, if your name is Lindsay. Yeah. No wonder the Jews, the legendary wealth of the Jews is happening. Bless. He says, now that we are doing the bless us, and obviously the blessing is on, he has a legal basis to bless the Jews. He has a legal basis to bless every tither, no matter whether you are a Jew or not. Share him. Legal basis. Amen. It is legal. It's you've, you've, you, you are binding him legally. Wow. Amen. Yes. He says, look down from heaven and bless your people Israel and the land which you have given us as you swore unto our fathers a land that flows with milk and honey and the jews although when you go to israel i've been there look you look at the jewish land it's green the palestinian land is brown dry desert but when you look at the fruits on the jewish land it's amazing wow i've lived, i've been there two or three times the fruits you get here you don't get in palestine clear palestine don't believe in tithe Sabbath or anything like that. But they do. These do. When they leave Israel and they go and live anywhere. Go and look at Brooklyn where they live. Super. Look at Washington D.C. and Manhattan where the Jews own half of the property. Skyscrapers. Blessed. Riches. So it's your land. 
Bible says, every place you shall fish or tread, it will give to you as your land. Amen. Yeah. Do you know there are certain people, when they enter a job, the job prospers. Wow. Yeah. The Bible says in Genesis 39, David, the job, I mean, Joseph prospered everything. And his boss realized, I'm prospering because of Joseph. Wow. He told Joseph, please stay. Same thing with Jacob, a Jew. The father said, look, I've seen the Lord has blessed me because of you, for your sake. Look, I lost a job, and I went. And they said it was because of money. Now, the same job that I lost, I found another job, and then I'm happy. Any place that I go, they just say I should stay there. Wow. Look, we move from place to place. I have hey. one place, one place all the time. Recently, the job that fired me said I should come back hey. because things are not working. <laughs> Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes. It is from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a legal basis to bless you. Yes. I can assure you. Many who do not believe will not take this, but believe it. Yes. Give the Lord a legal basis, a contract. Look, I've done my part, Lord. What are you doing? Amen. Number nine, last but one. God established a tithe as a test of our obedience. As a test of our obedience. Verse 16, verse 16 to 17. I love this chapter. 16 to 17. Deuteronomy chapter 26. 16 to 17. It says, this day the Lord thy God has commanded thee to do these things, these statutes and judgments. Obey. You shall therefore keep and do them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have vouched, avouched the Lord this day to be thy God. You have contracted him to be your God. By what you are doing, you have vouched and to walk in his ways. And to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and to hearken unto the Lord's voice. Yeah, make a decision to hearken. It's a test of your obedience. It's a test. You know, obedience is when you give the person something, it's okay, I've given you, let me try your obedience. We are not testing the Lord, it's the Lord testing your obedience. Anybody who gives you money and said, okay, let me see what you do with this, testing you. They give you a job and they say three months probation, they are testing your skills. They are testing you out. And based on how you perform, they can sign you on full time. Listen, when you get money from whatever you're working, you get 20, I only have $20. Oh dear. Okay. It's a test. Anytime you receive your income, it's a test. It's a test of obedience. It's a test of obedience. Will I give $2 to the Lord? It's a test of obedience. Even if I found money on the floor, and I pick it. It's still an increase. Two dollars belong to the Lord. It's a test of your obedience. Wow. You just dropped it. Okay. Oh, it's f- I, f- I found it. No, it's true. It's a test. Tithing is a test. Don't be deceived. It says, prove me herewith. You are going to test God. No, rather test yourself. Right. As for God, his yea is his yea and his nay nay. You test yourself. It's a test of your obedience. Yeah. I want to pass those tests. It will bring promotion. And finally, finally, God established the tithe in order to create a peculiar and an unusual group of prosperous and blessed people on the earth. And Bishop writes here, this is what happened to the Jews. Everybody, I'm going to give you this book for free. Wow. Yeah. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes. 
I just came from a conference. Bishop says to tell you, there's something called all to all. He has 100 books written, all these books. Everybody, you bring your device. We're going to be at this man somewhere, maybe at the end. Bring your device. We'll put all 100 books for you for free. Whoa. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Free. Wow. You paid one dime. Wow. I thought you would clap. You will clap for this. It's a blessing. Put it on your iPad and I'll put it on your iPhone and your Android. Right here at that corner. All for all. It says all my books for all my children, all my sheep, all my church members. Wow. We are blessed. Yeah. They said God established the tithe in order to create with the tithe a peculiar and an unusual group of prosperous and blessed people. The question is, will you join? I will. <laughs> Ask your next door. Hey. Ask the person sit by you. Will you join that group? Will you join that group? Yes. It's a Ask the no person, brain. are you a group already or you're joining? Are you a group or already then, or then, you're then, then, then ask, answer, answer the person. None Please, that's basis. between me and God hey. for now. <laughs> but you tell the person, you ask me next week and I'll ask give you a better me, answer. Because this week is not good for me. Hey. This week. This week I've been found out. Hey. So it's not between me and God. But next week it will be yeah. between yeah. you and I will know who is I who. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Change, yeah. How do I know? The scripture says, verse 18 to 19, and the Lord has avouched you this day to be his peculiar people. Wow. Verse 18. 18. As he has promised you and that you should keep all his commandments and to make you high above all the nations which he has made in praise in your name. And people will praise you in your name, the name you will have. When you're mentioned, a good name is better than riches. Mm. In praise, Jews. In name, Jews. And in honor, respect. You see, all these 500, 400 things, they are on top. They are on top. You know, I'll read another thing. In the book of the legends, the, 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 the I will read. You when you go read chapter 11. Yeah. Guinness book of records, Jews. Honor, Jews. Whatever science, Jews, Albert Einstein, all those people, high level honor in name, in honor, and that you may be a holy people unto the Lord your God as he has promised or spoken. Wow. That shall be your story. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Clap Thank for the Lord Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. These are the 10 reasons why the Lord established a tithe. I'll start again just to read it to you. Okay. Just number, number one, read your notes. God established a tithe for the people to show gratitude to God. To say thank you. To say thank you. Number two, God established a tithe for the people to remember where God had lifted them from. Yes. From nowhere. Jacob said, I came to this, cross this Jordan with my staff, but now I become two companies. Number three, God established a tithe as a prayer of thanksgiving and a worship. Okay. Number four, God established the tithe so that you will enjoy that 90% that is left, knowing that you have given God his due. Wow. Number five, God established the tithe to pay the pastors to help for and keep them working in the house of the Lord, the Levites. Number six, God established the tithe so that he could take care of the needs of the helpless. Number seven, God established the tithe 
as money set apart from all your secular needs and worldly purposes. It should not be used for any of the shoes, any of the things, your secular thing. This is holy to the Lord. Number eight, God established a tithe to have a legal basis to bless you, his people. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes. Number nine, God established a tithe as a test of our obedience. Yes. And number 10, God established the tithe in order to create a peculiar and an unusual group of prosperous and blessed people on this earth. Yes. This is what the Jews have become. This is what happened to them. And, and you are the next Jew. And me too. You are the next yes. person to become Hallelujah. like that. Put your hands together, rise to your feet, and rejoice and say, I am one of those people. I'm, I am I'm one, one of, of such people. people. Yes. Tell the Lord. It has happened to me. What happened to Jews is happening to me. Yes. So was confess it. That what happened to the Jews, to the blessing of the Jews is upon my life. Yes. The blessing of the Jews is upon. Open your mouth and just confess the it. Blessing confess it. That the blessing of the Jews is upon my life. The blessing of your chosen people. The prosperity of the Jews. The honor of the Jews are upon me. Because I'm walking in the obedience of the Jews. It's in the honor me, of the Jews, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, put your hand on your heart. Right now, as we close, I want to ask you, as you are invited, God has brought you here to bless you. He has given you one key to be a blessing and to be blessed. Wow. The key of the tithe. Thank you, Jesus. You thought you were coming to hear, but, but his head, he came, he brought you, you are a new person to bless you. But he wants to do one more thing, to give you eternal life. Yes. To give you his salvation. Yes, thank you, Jesus. He doesn't just want to bless you here on earth. He wants that if you died right now, you'll be with him in the mansions. He wants to walk with you and assign angels with you thank because you, you are saved and you yes. are a born again Christian. Same if you are free. here, you want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to start a new walk with God. It just takes a short prayer away. Hallelujah. If you want to get a relationship with him and be born Hallelujah. again, for God to call you his child and to bless you from today with his salvation, this is your opportunity. If you are the one I'm talking about and you want to give God a chance to give you that new life, then lift up your right hand wherever you are. Thank you, And Jesus. I'll pray a short prayer with you. Yes. Lift up your right hand Thank wherever you, you are. Just Thank lift. You, God Jesus. bless you. God bless you, my dear. Lift up Thank your hand you, wherever Jesus. you are. Lift up your hand Thank wherever you are. I'll pray. Father, I pray. Look from heaven and touch every hand that is lifted. Father, let your angels surround that person whose hand is up. Wherever they are standing. Please, wherever you are standing, lift up your hand if you want to be one of such people. God bless you. Don't care whoever is on the right or on the left. You are the one God wants. You are the one the Father wants. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, if your hand is up, come to me. Let me pray for you. Come to me. If your hand is up, just walk up to me. Come. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Come. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Come. Come to me. Hallelujah. And all of you say this prayer after Thank me. Thank you, Jesus. Say with me. Lift up your hand, ma'am. Yeah, God bless you. Now, everybody say this. Say, Almighty Father. Mama, Almighty repeat. Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I need you. I need you. 
I know you want me. I know you want me. I surrender my life. I surrender my life. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. For all my sins. For all my sins. And wash me. And wash me. In the blood of Jesus Christ. In the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe. I believe. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the Living God. The Son of the Living God. He died for me. He died for me. And God raised him. And God raised from him. From the dead. From the dead. Yes. By this faith. By this faith. I am born again. I am born again. Oh yes, yes. Lord. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Please fill me. Please fill me. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.